Welcome to the Let That Go Show with Kasira McKee and Richard Skipper. This show is based on Kasira's book, Let That Go, where she guides people in completely blessing and releasing people, places, and all kinds of things. Kasira and Richard share personal insights and experiences based on concepts in Kasira's book with guests and you, their co-hosts. Are you ready to let that go? Let's go. Happy June, happy pride, and happy super moon, happy strawberry moon. Happy Hello, Kasira and Aaron. <laughs> ah, and David Mayoko is here. And uh, uh, so, David, it's great to see you here. You owe me a phone call. Call me later. Uh, and uh, Alan is here, and Francis is here, and Kathleen is here. Let's go, she says. Yeah. Let's go. Do this thing. All right. Very good. Welcome, everyone. How are you both? Well, we've been through it <laughs> and surviving. We're making it through yeah. and learning our lesson, getting through it, learning a little bit, you know, yeah. and um, watching things. And Aaron just came in. Hey, Aaron. Um, we just, we're, we're, we're recalibrating ourselves here. And in fact, we're recalibrating ourselves here for higher dimensional experiences. And it hurts. The process ain't fun. But we're getting through it. Let me may I uh, go first and tell you about my day yesterday? So Erin Caleb, uh, who has been really incredible uh, with helping me, I have been getting out there again and doing talkbacks with companies who have been doing Hello Dolly. And so I did a talkback yesterday at a theater in uh, Pennsylvania. And I, first of all, this theater, they did Hello Dolly, Casero, wait till you hear this, with a company of 14. That was that's all. It was only 14 people in the company. And uh the wow. uh and uh the entire all the orchestrations, everything was canned. It was all pre-recorded music. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting because when you go into a situation, I had even read a review. Uh, going into this, where the reviewer said that it was a turnoff to her, that it was canned music, and that, uh, and she had certain trepidations about this. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that once um, Jenny Eisenhower, and I can honestly say this, I have seen hundreds of dollies. She's the best dolly I've ever seen. The wow. Best, the best. And she's going to be on the show on Thursday with uh, Judy Bloom and myself. Uh, she had the entire package, that company. And I even asked the audience how many of them, when they saw that the company was so small, number one, and it was canned music, had a preconceived idea of what they were about to embark upon. And of course, many hands went up. And I thought, that's how a lot of us go through life. We... Uh, see certain things and we talk to certain things and we uh, we make up our minds about what the outcome is going to be and what we're about to see. And I will say you expect a big production with Dolly and uh, the director, uh, Stephen Cates, uh, who wasn't there yesterday, uh, and I hope you see this, Stephen, made such incredible choices uh, with the way that they pared this show down. And it was so impeccably brilliant. It was just one of the best productions that I have ever seen of Dolly. Wow. I was blown away by it. Wow. So I wanted to say, you know, it was just these perceptions that we have. Right. And, uh, and how we can turn around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we basically emerge from a shell. These percep- perceptions can harden around us until we really can't see what's really available for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like you said, most of that audience 
didn't really know. They took a chance, though. That's the, the key thing here, especially with this moon that we're talking about is take a chance. Just get going. You're get, gonna, get out there. Get um, out there. Yeah. Get in. Get, just just come on, folks. You know, yeah, drag them. If they fall, pick them up, drag them. <laughs> However you get them there, you know. Aaron, you know, let's talk about this. This is a Sagittarius uh, full moon. Yes. Uh, it's a strawberry moon. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to Kasira the other day. Uh, you mentioned that you moved uh, where you are located today because there are a lot of pride events that are going on in the area where you are. Yeah. And uh, and I hope nobody will be offended by what I'm about to say. And I can say this as a gay man. Isn't it funny that the strawberry moon falls in Pride Month and uh, we're, it's a fruit? <laughs> A bright fruit. It's a bright fruit. And, you know, and I admitted that to Sarah the other day, and we laughed about this. And I had never thought about it until I said about it. And I, you know, and, you know, and I love strawberries. It's one of my favorite yeah. fruits. And, uh, and uh, I, it's just interesting that uh, here we are looking at the way that we, again, it's a different way of looking at the strawberry mood, I think. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the Pride Month, there's, um, um, it's interesting too, because when you talk about Sagittarius, there's a, an expression through a, a wisdom, a party vibe um, with a Sagittarius full moon. There's a, um, you know, that's just this weekend. Of course, Pride Month is all of June. But and it is my moon sign, by the way. Your moon sign, very good. So, you know, we have, we have this bright party energy. It's also very a little bit confusing. There's stuff that happens, but you know, for, for, the, for all intents and purposes, it's it's this this revelation, this eye-opening look. Look at the colors that are out there. Look, you know, rainbows. Look at the brightness. Look at the diversity. Look at the um, what's available. You know, whether we like it or not. You know, we're going to see uh, probably tonight and tomorrow. There'll be uh, newscasts, and they'll have the news cameras are hunting for the most deplorable in some cases the most you know the the most hideous the most they're not seeing the families that are gathered watching the parade they're not seeing the friends that are there supporting their other friends there and you know it's evolved over the years to become a little more inclusive of that but you know they're going to show the go-go boys and the go-go girls on the on the um uh, tops of the floats and and that are you know pumping poles and stuff like that um so there's that kind of like oh wow look at the open the eyes to all of this you know and we take it for hopefully um we can take it from an evolved point of view uh but a lot of people won't and you know we simply accept that um and it's funny because th this moon of course when you get a full moon in sagittarius that means the sun is over in um in gemini which we have gemini you know period uh, so we have this party goer and this analyst pointing, you know, the, the, the analyzing kind of detail orientation of the uh, sun's position, looking at this party goer saying, are you sure you want to do this? Is this right? You know, you, it, really getting into it. So there, there can be these moments of insecurity right now, these moments of, oh, is this really who I am? Is, is this really what I want to show the world? Is this really where I want to go? Uh, so there's that conflict. But, you know, any conflict makes us stronger. Well, More I heard something very it. interesting the other day. Um, it was um, an openly gay anchorman was talking on CNN. And he said <laughs> that he didn't refer to the coming out process as a, the coming out process, but rather the letting people in process. Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that perhaps that's something that all of us, uh, uh, you know, and everyone who's here, and I, I see the names of the people that I know here, and I know all of you that I can see here, uh, are all allies, if you're not uh, gay as well. Um, and I think it's all about letting people in. And I think that that pretty much is the secret to what this is all about anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are they doing in Dallas, uh, Kasira? Anything? Uh, they celebrate all month. Uh, it's 
they try, I'm not sure if it's down in Oak Lawn or it's at Fair Park. We have utilized Fair Park for the parade and the celebrations before. So they don't shut down a neighborhood. You go to Fair Park and we have a parade route it through the park that, that is used all the time. So it may be at Fair Park. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you know, this is the month for it, at least in general. I've been to some in October in the hotter climates and um, yeah. you know, we just need to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but this also is a month, these, the astrological, and I won't give you all the details about it, but the, I will say simply that there's a lot of love in the air for better or worse. Yeah. Um, you know, when you open up a heart through, through the ego mind, when you open up a heart, sometimes you get this ugliness that can come through, you know, a little bit of deceit, a little bit of, you know, some secrets might be revealed, um, or some, or uncovered that, you know, maybe you or the other person didn't really, uh, think anything of. And, you know, there might be a little bit of that, that kind of feeling of betrayal. Um, this is all part of the season. The, the main thing is there's a lot more love energy. And by, by love energy, I mean, um, the beauty, the, the relaxation, the support energy, the, the, um, awareness uh, and acceptance energy present in the chart then there is this insecurity. The insecurity is there, but it's not the underlying. The underlying is this acceptance and this love and this, 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 um, this enjoyment of the beauty. And um, uh, in fact, it's funny, I pulled a card, I'm gonna just show you real quick, that I thought was really funny, because I was like, wait a minute, that, is, that, is, that, is that the one? Hold on, it's a big old, it's a big eye, and I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? Oh, oh that's great. I want to respond to Christine Jeffrey for just a moment. Yeah. She says that she's in Newport, uh, Rhode Island, and she'll watch the show later. Uh, if you're still here, Christine, um, just whatever you're doing, get out and enjoy the full moon tonight. Uh, because tonight, I mean, we are still basking uh, in uh, the... The full moon was actually last night, last night. Uh, and tonight and tomorrow night, uh, it will still be uh, uh, still peaking. So get out and enjoy the moon, mm -hmm. especially in Newport, Rhode Island. It's a beautiful place to be. Yeah. So thank you for being here. Yes. Hmm. So the origin of the strawberry moon really came from the Native American tribes, such, such as the Algonquin, the Ojibwe, the Dakota because this time of year is when the wild berries are uh, ripening. They're ready to eat. Sometimes in some parts of the world, yes, the moon can turn pink because of the way the rays hit the light. Mm -hmm. um, and I found this wonderful, wonderful article written by Julie Peters She's a yoga instructor and master, and she's, a, she's I call her a spiritualist. She wrote this wonderful article about this particular moon, but I've read several things on this moon. This moon signifies love, luck, and prosperity. Mm. Those three things. Mm -hmm. And since we, if you, if I know you, you guys remember that in the colder, darker months, it was a time of, all the moons were a time of reflection, mm -hmm. a time of working on ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, a time to plan, a time to get ready for this new season to come when we start getting out of our homes more and getting out into the world. And she asks some really great, great questions. And I, is it, can I ask you a question? Can I ask some questions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just loved it. Okay. The number one, first question. Am I clear on my intentions? And I thought, you know, sometimes we just get bottled up in the little hows and whys and, you know, instead of the intention, the, the big intention, like where, you know, it doesn't, not about the, all the paths we're taking to get there, but walking through the gate of each intention. So, I'm asking everybody that's watching, are you clear on your intentions for this new season and going forward? And anybody else? You know, that's like, um, and that's a great uh, 
a question, Kasira. It's like saying, uh, I'm going to go to the supermarket. But on the way to the supermarket, I'm going to stop and I'm going to uh, go to the mall first. And, you know, maybe I'll stop and get an ice cream cone before I get to the supermarket. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I'll do this instead. I heard a TED Talk this morning, and mm -hmm. it's about intentional um, uh, moments. And mm -hmm. uh, going to the supermarket, for example, and getting a shopping cart. Have you ever, has this ever happened to either one of you, where you've gotten a shopping cart and you've gotten someone else's shopping list? Yeah. That's been left in the shopping cart. Yeah. Oh no! Yes. And have you ever looked at the, sh the their shopping list? Oh, wow, <laughs> that's never happened to me. I don't leave mine laying around, no. no. But he, but he described this as there are, you know, you were very into uh, if you make out a shopping list, you you were very um, specific with what you want and need when you go to the supermarket. Mm -hmm. But you may see, for example, that someone is getting um, lubricant, uh, tissues, and batteries. <laughs> okay. And you may right. form, and Aaron, you're laughing. But well, no, I'm thinking of like my car. I just took it a drippy <laughs> lube. But you may form your own opinion as to what well what are they getting those three things for right you know and you can create an entire scenario mm -hmm. in your head mm -hmm. about who was this person what was their intention in getting those three items when they went to the supermarket and if they were getting only those three items why did they have to make a list <laughs> It was a very interesting TED talk that I listened to this morning. So that's hilarious, and that and that falls under that category of assumptions. Yes, yes, assumptions. Okay, so next question. Yeah. Are you acting in alignment with your own intentions? Oh. Are you acting in alignment with your own intentions? Yeah. I like that. Hmm. That's a really good one. I've been re-listening um, to the audiobooks of um, Life and Teachings of the Masters of the Far East, and they get to a section where, and they discuss this stuff. You know, it's kind of a bit of an archaic way of doing it because the books were written in 1897, but they're saying the same exact thing. You know, uh, first we formulate the idea, the intention, um, and then we plant a seed. He says, you know, we, 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 I'm going to have an intention of having a garden. So for the universe, for the purpose of moving this from the thought form into the physical form, I am going to mm -hmm. take a single seed and put it into the ground and nurture it. And that says to the universe, ah, you're serious because I've done that thing. I've actually taken the seed for the strawberry tree, bush, whatever, mm -hmm. and put it into the ground you know, into the proper soil, into the proper, you know, whatever I'm going to put it into. And the, the, the ceremonial um, aspect of that says to the, you know, the, the creative force that, oh, this, this is to come into physical reality. It's not just a, a lingering, a passing thought that's going to land someplace else. Mm -hmm. Captured it and brought it in and, and done that intentional um, activity associated yeah. with it. Very good. Now, may I use you as an example, Kasira? Okay. Okay. So a few months ago, Kasira made a very strong intention that she was going to leave Santa Fe. Mm. And she was so clear on her intention that mm. she was going to leave Santa Fe that not only did she make a decision that she was going to leave Santa Fe, but she made an even bigger decision that she was going to leave Santa Fe without carrying with her all of the accoutrements that she'd collected in Santa Fe. So she or, got, over the years, period. Over the years. So she got rid of everything. Now, you know, and it reminded me, you know, years ago, um, you know, there was an episode, if you remember the character of Eunice from mm -hmm. the Cabernet Show. Yeah. It was a television movie about Eunice. Oh, it called Eunice. 
And in the television movie, some of you may remember this, Eunice's mother dies. Mama dies in the episode. But Eunice had always said, I'm going to go to Hollywood and be an actress. I'm going to go to Hollywood and be an actress. Well, Mama dies, and Eunice has this chance. Nothing's holding her back. Ed is gone. Her mom's gone. She's got an intention. And an aunt comes in, and an aunt says, now that your mom's gone, you can move in with me, and you can take care of me. Hmm. And it's obvious that Eunice is going to move in with the aunt and she's going to take care of her. And you know that that at that ending, uh, that all of these intentions and everything were not truly planted, as you say, mm. with the seeds that she was going to follow through with what she wanted to do. And every single day of our lives, every single day, we get up and we may, if we, you know, I do my morning pages every day. And if we each put three intentions that we're going to uh, make before that day is over, and we're going to stick to those intentions no matter what, and if a phone call comes along or if something comes along, we have to put those aside and say, these are not in alignment with my intentions. Um, it's the only way that we truly get through to what, you know, we realize that life happens. You know, life is going to happen. Things are going to come up. Things are going to take us off course. Uh, but for the most part, there are, it's like being in a ping pong game. Mm. You know, we know that we're in the midst of this ping pong game and certain circumstances are going to take us off course. But if we have that intention and we are very clear on that intention, it's going to be a lot easier to stick with that intention. Mm -hmm. um, can I make a comment I, that I please for what you, what you just said? So, Richard, you did say if you get that phone call after you made your intention clear in the morning, you know, set set that in motion, and you get that in phone call, but you might have to set aside the phone call. Or uh, I, I'm what I'm reading now in Life and Teachers of the Masters is that the phone call that we think is the interruption is actually part of the intention it is actually not us working but the divine working in the environment around us to keep us because sometimes you know you never know if that phone it call be, yes look is exactly the person you would benefit from speaking to to you know help with the process as you go along so we as we move through what we call interruptions we say wait a minute I'm held up at this traffic light. It doesn't mean my intention has changed. It just means this is now part of it. So, okay, it's part of it. Let's see how it works out. Mm -hmm. And it may just be delaying you so that you do get the right phone call with the right person. Um, and um, in fact, that happened to me this past week a couple of times. There were, uh, since we're really short staffed here, where some people were out uh, on sick leave and vacations and things. So I was helping out more with phones and. Mm -hmm. You know, I glance over and it's like, oh, let me just help out with this. I, you know, sometimes we can see a caller ID, sometimes we can't. And I get on the phone with somebody whom I enjoy speaking to. We, you know, we've seen patients for over you know, 20 years here, and <laughs> so we get to know your know people. And he says, "Hey, are you still doing ABC?" And hey, what do you think about doing? And I was like, "Wow, this is really amazing." You know, this sort of ideas that are coming through, um, and it's because the interruption led to the blessing, but led to the manifestation, okay. the further manifestation. Total surprise. I would not have expected it. Yes. I wouldn't, you know. So if we're, you know, when we put those in, just say, you know, this was something better because I don't know what's better. I I'm in my crust. I don't know. I can't see around the corner. I can't, you know, but the, the, the um, energy, the source energy that flows through us and around us is part of everything and everyone and says, Oh, I have an idea. Let's put these two together. They may seem random right now, but they're going to be really great together in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we don't have to curse that, <laughs> that interruption. Uh, when our intention is clear, we can also add to the end of it, you know, at the end of that writing, this was something better. All things are working for me, for my good right here and right now. All things, anything that I might think is an interruption or a, or a, or a just a dis whatever you know, good, bad, and different. 
Mm -hmm. It's all working for me and for the betterment of everyone. And we can say that and feel confident that that's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. And then we just move along. We, we, we take our steps and plant our seeds along the way. So yeah, that's what I want to say about that. Amen. Yeah. What? Okay. Next question. Yep. What have I been building in my life since the spring equinox in March? Mm. Mm. I'm definitely building a different future here in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I'm building income. I feel like I'm building a refreshed uh, connection to my people here, my friends, my family. Um, it feels it feels very different than when I left Dallas. The the, the vibe feels really different. Mm. Um, Kasira, do you think that it feels different because you're different? We're all different. Mm. You know, it's a collective consciousness. Mm -hmm. Everybody's been co-creating a lot of stuff since I left, and everybody's—I mean, most of my most people are in a little bit different place. Well, I have a question for either Aaron or Kasira. Either one of you can answer this. I was mm -hmm. reading that the number four in numberology, as Kasira refers to it, um, the number four is a very powerful number this June. Um, can you explain that? Because normally we think of June as being a six, uh, but with this year, it's a four. Do you want? To, do you know anything about that? Or is um, it something we would need to look up on? Five, six, seven. Well, four, four is the or, the number of organization. Mm -hmm. It's getting organized. It's. Um, that's really the number one trait of a four. And I, I know a lot of fours who are. Well, why is uh, why June a four this year? I don't know. That's how it came up mathematically. Mm -hmm. hmm. I don't know. It and it's not one of those in between metaphysical under the veil numbers. It's a straight up. Oh, uh, it's four, is it's a, four is an out, outer, outer world number. Four is an outter world number. Two, four, six, eight. Yeah, it's it's the three, six, nine, elevens that are the inner, the inner numbers, the, the numbers inside of us. If you read three, six, nine, mm -hmm. project three, six, nine, it explains it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I don't know what the math, what math they use, because I would use the year plus the, um, plus, wait, the month number, wait a minute. So, uh, seven, eight, nine, nine, nine. lots of fours means stability. Uh-huh. It means organization and stability and lining everything up and yeah yeah it is a four month because you add the year and the number of the month and you get a number four um yeah, yeah so that's what they mean you're you're and it's, numerologically it's, it's the number four month which is organizing um it's the building the you know the structure if you look at a number four it has this box kind of you know shape um and um, which also includes uh, Saturnian um, sort of uh, vibe because you have this uh, structures, buildings, you know, foundational um, support um, and institutions. Uh, what were they saying, Richard, about this number four? In yeah, that's what I'm trying to. I, I saw it in passing, and I was just oh, looking, in passing. Okay, and I was just looking up uh, to see if uh, I saw anything. Yeah. Um, uh, if I could find anything here. Yeah. Well, uh, numeral, there, there are no bad numerological numbers. I there, know. <laughs> everything has a, you know, there's a, there's a, always a polarity because yeah. we live in a polarity. Um, and so we can choose a, a, a lower vibration or a higher vibration of any number. Mm -hmm. uh, and the number four can be an, an imprisonment if we're operating from a more uh, unevolved kind of egoic place. Uh, you have this structure like the, like a jail cell. There's not, you know, um, and it, it, but see, within a jail cell, we get sometimes great thinkers come out of that because they're, it's no longer a prison. It's their sanctuary. So, um, you know, you put somebody in a, in a monastery, it's a prison. You put another person in, it's their sanctuary where they're able to then go in internally, you know, bring out uh, their own higher self. Um, so I would say that in that respect, you have um, opportunities to build and grow, well, opportunities to build and organize during this month, uh, which 
the next month will be a five month, which means you got a lot of change and a lot of activity and um, in rapid. Well, five is a very powerful number for me, uh, you know, and and as I and I told Kasira this, some of you know this, some of you may not know this. I ended up in the hospital the other night and when they wheeled me in, I was taken into room number five. Oh. And for some reason, there were also stars over the door. And uh, I said, well, you knew I was coming. So, right. <laughs> so uh, I was very well taken care of. I was, I'm fine, everybody, everything's good. So, yeah. uh, but uh, it was just a slow down. Yeah. That's what it was. Well, I didn't know about the five and the stars. It sounds like that was more of a higher self reminder that mm, they're planning, you know, you, the plan for you is greater than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, because you, know, you do what you think you can. Um, I can't see the chat on my phone, so I'm at your mercy to see if there's anybody that has said anything we want to talk about. Or oh yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, uh, Kathleen Hotberg refers to this as a Pride Moon, um, mm. and then uh, I've already responded to Christine that said that she just couldn't be here this evening. Um, and then uh, Alan says he's collaborating with his medical team, increasingly transcending his phobias. Good for you, Alan. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, if anyone has any questions, comments, suggestions, mm-hmm. throw them at us. Yeah. Okay, so last question. Am I feeling connected to my own ripening? Yes, I do. I do. I can see that. I can see that you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barbara has a comment, which is very good here. I'm going to bring this on screen. Okay. Says, I'm so glad to hear that you're okay, Richard. Four also represents the balance of the four directions, yep. north, south, east, and west. Thank you for that. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. North, south, east, and west. And the four major elements. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of important fours. in There's our... a lot of important fours, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Um, so, so... Julie Peters says, I just love her. I'm going to start reading her stuff. I love her. Um, This time of year, especially during this moon and the rest of the month, practice pleasure. Mm -hmm. See the good in yourself and your life. Eat seasonal foods, especially fruits and things that that are ripe this time of year. Mm -hmm. Go outside. Mm-hmm. Put your feet on the ground. Go commune with nature. We can now, you know, before it gets too darn hot, especially down here in Texas. Yeah. You know, go outside and listen to the birds, you know, breathe the air, touch things, touch the leaves, touch stuff, touch trees, hug a tree. Yeah. Um, smell the flowers. Meditate with your body. There is such a thing, you know, there's there's different kinds of yogas. Mm-hmm. There's not, it's not, it's more than just yoga where you're doing the postures. There is such a thing as working yoga mm-hmm. where as you're cleaning or as you're doing something, you can meditate. There's walking yoga, which I practice when I go to the lake, sometimes by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I walk with no music playing, nothing. It's just me and nature. Mm-hmm. I call it my walking meditation. Um, connect with love and good fortune. Connect with love and good fortune. As I said, love, luck, prosperity. Mm-hmm. Connecting with love. I, I mean, you know, I'm not crazy about the word luck, but fortune. Connect with your luck and your fortune and your prosperity. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, um, oh, a card that I have. You, you just reminded me. The other card that I pulled is... Um, which deck? Oh, Wisdom of the Oracle. And um, it's... Ooh. Yeah, let me see. I'll get it so the light doesn't... Here and now. I like that. Yeah, here wow, cool. now. Yeah, it's the only moment that we have. We don't have the past. We yeah. don't have the future. Those are just ideas. Concepts. Now is it. Well, and now because now is the past and the present and the right. future. Yeah, it's all... It's all one big thing. Yeah. I um I pulled three tarot cards tonight. Oh yes. Ooh. Do you want to know what they are? Yes. I pulled the Queen of Wands. Oh wow. And then I pulled the Star. Okay. Nice. 
and then the two of uh, pentacles. Oh. oh, okay. The Queen of Wands came up in another. I was listening to a podcast, and she was saying this moon. She pulled up the Queen of Wands, and and uh, for her reading. So it's interesting that you. It you know we always see that when we do this, we see this theme that that seems to um, um, surprise us even through the the, uh, the the density of the physicality that wow we're all thinking the same thing or we're wearing or we're pulling the same cards or having the same it's really interesting really cool I mean it really does remind us that there's more to us here than this physicality and that we um, really are kind of fortunate to bring it into physicality you know we are really kind of um, it's an exciting thing to know that we're bringing in something from a thought wave, a thought form, or, or a different realm into our physical world um, that, that can be used in a beneficial way, hopefully in a beneficial way, you know, <laughs> when we become aware of it. So yeah, it's very interesting, very fun. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, the other thing I wanted to um, add was, of course, we have Sagittarius, which is our travel guide. Um, um, if uh, I don't know, well, of course, the moon was yesterday, but this energy is still kind of prevalent for next. Oh day. no, it's really prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. So we have this, this kind of this feeling of traveling to someplace and then sharing, acquiring wisdom and also sharing the wisdom. So we're, we're, we go someplace, acquire wisdom and then share other wisdom with, with whomever we're sharing it with. And, and for me, it's perfect. You know, this whole idea of the gay pride parade down Santa Monica Boulevard is all about, these experiences that you know so many people have and they, they get together from far and wide some people come from other countries to uh you know share in this and mm -hmm. um, share their stories and also gather stories and all of this hopefully is for you know the betterment of all of us mm -hmm. and i'll just say that for at least for them they're they're getting what they they came for and they'll be able to share that and that ripples then back through our our experience mm -hmm. you know, absolutely and it's and, the, and again, um, experience pleasure right now. Yeah, and it's very I, interesting. There's so pleasure. many, um, and I'm also thinking about. I mean, our stories are being really rewritten, um, put on hold. When you think about the fact that so many books are being banned right now, mm -hmm. um, and are being um, uh, really snatched from mm -hmm. uh, people. You know, this woman uh, in uh, Dade County, Florida, mm -hmm. who pulled uh, Amanda Gorman's uh, book from the shelves, um, didn't even know that Amanda Gordon, Gorman wrote uh, this poem that she wrote. She thought it was written by um, Oprah Winfrey. Mm -hmm. uh, she wasn't even knowledgeable on what she was pulling from the shelf. And on a completely different side of the realm is the fact that our writers are on strike. Mm -hmm. and now SAG is about to go on strike wow. and the Directors Guild may be mm -hmm. going on strike. So the entire, and there's this whole idea of artificial intelligence, which mm -hmm. is really freaking people out um, with the idea of possible extinction, which is, you know, and uh, and I will say this, I had uh, the other morning, I had uh, Ryan Busey uh, uh, on my show, who mm -hmm. wrote the book Gunfight. And we talked about the fact, you know, he was, he worked within the NRA, and he has spent most of his adult life now fighting the NRA. But he talks about how the NRA has made its success on the fact that it stokes fear in so many people. Right. Um, their success is based solely on the fact that so many people in this country think that people are coming to take their guns. And uh, that more than, I mean, the percentages are so high in this country right now where more people are operating, unfortunately at this time, on a fear-based mentality than a mentality of hope. So all of us, have this collective ability right now to collectively put out this message of hope in the world. 
And I think that that is our mission with the work that Aaron and Kasira, myself, and everyone that's watching this show, mm-hmm. either now or later on the, you know, on the archives, I think that is our mission at this point on this planet. Yeah, I think you're right. I know you're right about that. That's why we're here. That's why we jumped into the this particular show that we're experiencing. We jumped into it to not just per, not just watch because. Even we know in, in the science of uh, the scientific study of quantum theory that the observer has an effect on the outcome. Yes. You know, so our observations are important. Our um, participation is important. And I'll say it depends probably mostly on our perspective. And if we can say, wait a minute, let me back up from the hate, I'm going to, I'm going to automatically just maybe just draw blank and say, let's just gather this information, hold it in a place of, of like, as the divine would see it, I would say, um, and then put it aside. If we can't deal with it at that moment, put it aside and then come back to it again and, and, you know, keep adding light instead of hate energy to it. Um, it's, I don't, I don't want to say we want to love the person that's going to injure somebody. we because uh, that's a hard thing to sell. I will say that the um, idea of uh, these, you know, a gun is a machine uh, and any machine can be used malevolently, but badly or in a, in a, in a beneficial way. Malevolently, yeah. Yeah. Or beneficially as a, as yeah. a protection. Right. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, and it's this fear aspect that we want to catch before it becomes malignant in our own body, in our own life. And we want to say, oh, that's making me feel uncomfortable. But let's say it out loud. Ouch. Let's just say, ouch, that makes me feel uncomfortable. And find somebody to talk to that can help you to process that discomfort rather than letting that seed of um, whatever it is grow within us. We don't want that... Um, and Aaron, I think what you're just saying is very, very important. Um, it's important to be able to say what you just said, what you just did makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. and be able to express that mm-hmm. without being shut down. Right. And I think that we are right now at this place where so many people want to shut someone down mm-hmm. when they feel uncomfortable or they uh, and it, it, it's a dangerous slope that we're all on if we're not careful. Uh, be careful what you wish for, because <laughs> you might surely get it. Yeah. Uh, so we need to pull back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, you know we uh, our emotions are are valuable tools, uh, just like any other machine. They're valuable tools uh, when used uh, resourcefully. When we use them and take care of them and understand them and, ch- and nourish and say, okay, I, I'm, I have a good relationship with the broad spectrum of my emotional world. Um, I can, I don't feel like I need to shut anything down. And I'm going to then, once we do that for ourselves, then we'll find that we'll be able to draw that in from other people. You know, and we can say, uh, if they try to cut us off, hold on, I'm expressing an emotion. I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm expressing, ouch, this hurts me. I didn't say you are a, you know what? I said, ouch, this hurts me. Give me a moment to to feel this and process it with you if you don't mind. We can say things like that to people. And in fact, if we do say things like that to people, if somebody said that to me, I would, I'd be like, oh my God, my heart is open to you. <laughs> let's talk, let's meditate, whatever we need to do. Um, rather than that shut down, walk away, you know, that um, um, kind of passive aggressive, I forget what the term is now for that, but trying to control the situation, you know, rather than accept every person in my environment is a reflection of me and I'm a reflection of them. And if, if I'm feeling like I'm getting shut down, what part of me is shutting me down? Yeah, that's a different conversation than we're having right now. But uh, right now, ouch, this hurts me that this person wa- was walking down the street and got shot for no reason. This That hurts. That means somebody was misusing a tool and, um, why, you know, uh, whatever the process is, you know, um, 
I mean, you know, we are so connected. I mean, when I think about uh, what just happened in India and the, the, the numbers of people sitting on a train yeah. going to their next destination and then everything turning upside down, it's a wake-up call to me to that how precious every single moment of our lives are. And that in a moment, it can change. I mean, when I said to my the doctor the other night when I was in the hospital, this is not the way that I envisioned my day unfolding. You know? Uh, and he laughed and said, no, I don't think any of us did. Um, you know, but I will say, you know, Candy, what a great name, uh, who was the name of the nurse. Oh, wow. uh, at the end of the day, she came in and she said, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news which would you like first? And I said, whichever you want to give me. She said, the good news is that you have a perfect report. Oh. The bad news is that you're leaving us. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. So, well, yeah. so you did your deed. See, that's that's something you would not have thought to do. The universe said, we need your energy here now. We got a room for you with the stars and the five on it. And you know, so you know where you're going. You know, you're protected, you know, you're, you can smile at that wink and nod. Hey, I see you, you know, yeah. um, and just the rest is what it is. You know, you don't have to put on those any airs. You are there doing what you did naturally, what you do naturally in the space where you are supposed to be to offer the kind of blessing that only you could offer. Through, you know, this is this this energy coming through you that, only, that through your channel that you develop, only you could deliver that message. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we all have that. We all have that. The message come, that comes to us that only we can deliver, and um, that's that makes life so important. We are such an important part of it. Each and every one of us. Absolutely. Why buzzing around our ears, delivering a message that only it can deliver? You know. Um, so you know, it's our choice to say, "Oh, that's a message." You know. We we are about thirteen minutes away from the end. Shall we meditate now, Mr. Aaron? Uh, yeah. Do you want to do the? Um, I have my bowls set up over here because they were a little bit loud before I had to move them away from the speaker. Um, do you want to do the, the lead people? I kind of like for you to do it because it was really good last time. And I do want to say before you start, uh, because I, you know, just what, like when I uh, end uh, with the meditation, uh, mm -hmm. that David, call me later. David Mayoko, I need to talk to you. So uh, we need to have a conversation. It's all good. It's positive. Okay. Okay. Um, what I can do is end a little earlier if we want to process anything. We could do that. Okay. Do you, what do you think? That's whatever you want to do. Okay. All right. Hopefully you can hear me. Let's see. All right. Okay. As the bell starts, just sit back and relax. Feel yourself relax. Take a deep breath. And then when you blow out the breath, just feel your body relax even more, your whole being. One more deep breath in. And this time we're gonna see a light over our head, a beautiful light. We don't know where it originates, but we see it and it makes us feel good. So inhale and let that light sink in. And as it sinks in, we simply enjoy it. Simply enjoy this light. Now take another deep breath. The light comes in even more because we've opened ourselves up more and it sinks in and we can see it occupying the entire space where we are. One more deep breath into our physical body as we appreciate our physical body right now. And we show it love, tenderness and care right now by inviting in a higher frequency. Thank <laughs> you.
see this beautiful light that, that was once over our head that has now come into us it is now in the entire space and we inhale and accept this beautiful light into all parts of our space right now we can now see the walls in our mind's eye, we can see the walls of our space dissolving because this light has taken us into a higher realm. And we inhale and accept our hearts open, our minds open. Now we fall into the east. We look into the east in our mind's eye and we call on the angel, the archangel of the east, Raphael. Raphael is the archangel of air. And we see the emerald green fire that represents uh -oh, Raphael. Raphael represents thought and our mind. And we see the symbol of the caduceus. And we invite this into ourselves right now with gratitude. We invite it in. Open up a space for the Archangel Raphael. And inhale. Now we turn to the south in our mind's eye, in our awareness, and we see the Archangel Michael. And Michael, we see a sword, his symbolism, the flaming sword. It represents fire. The sword is electric blue fire, so we see an electric blue fire. We invite this into our body now to energize us, energize all of our cells, all of our organs, all of our functions. We invite in Michael and we ask him to protect us with his mighty sword, protect us from our own insecurities, protect us from our own fear. And now we turn to the West in our mind. We invite in the Archangel Gabriel, who represents water. And water represents the emotional world. Gabriel carries a silver chalice and he's surrounded by diamond white light. This healing diamond white light cleanses everything. And we see that he is cloaked in this white light. We ask him to envelop us all of our emotions. Let us feel the purity of this white light. And now we turn to the north in our mind's eye. And in the north we see the Archangel Oriel awaiting our invitation. 
So we invite in the Archangel of Oriel, who represents Earth. The symbol is a gold five-pointed star. And we set around the Archangel Oriel a ruby red fire that is supporting us, feeding us, nourishing us energetically. We accept this. And we see that Oriel has accepted our invitation. Inhale deeply and allow these four archangel energies, these messenger energies, to wrap around us and intermingle and mix with our own energy, purifying, nourishing, loving, supporting, and guiding us. And as these energies and these light frequencies mix with our own, we see them spinning around and pulling out any stuck frequencies. Just let these energies spin out of us. Let them go. Free them from our consciousness, freedom from our thought, and just experience the beauty of this light. And as these lights are doing their work, as these energies are purifying us and nourishing us, we see the Archangel Metatron Metatron represents the Christ grid and is a golden infinity symbol shining and shimmering in front of us, above us. We invite this golden infinity symbol down into the center of our being. And it enhances this light and sends out pulses of protection around us. It seals any cracks or wounds and it supports all aspects of us. Inhale deeply. And as these energies are moving through our field and nourishing and supporting us, we invite in Sandalphon, the Archangel of the Earth, who comes from the center of our Earth. The symbol is a red rose. And we these energies up through our chakra system. And as a rose blooms, so too do our, to each chakra. We feel them opening and pulsing with this beautiful energy. And now as we hold ourselves in this beautiful light, it's all around us. We invite in any loved ones, any projects, any ideas. And we don't invite them in that we heal them. We invite them in that we enjoy each other's company. And we simply sit in a frequency of joy with each other. We enjoy, we share, we support, we offer love, we offer su support again, and we offer ourselves 
freely and openly. We might invite in people who we don't normally think to invite in. We're in a protective healing frequency which only reveals to us the beauty of each person that comes in, the beauty of each project that comes in. We see the beautiful resolution of our ideas And we see the support for these ideas with all who are here. We see that these ideas come into us from a place that is on high, that we are destined to express in the physical world. In this space, right here and right now, we simply allow them in. Allow them here, allow them to be present with us in their completed, most beautiful manifestation. to our own abundance that is in our own life. We can see it as a beautiful strawberry. We can see it as the beautiful moon glow. We can see it as a smile. We can enjoy the richness, the taste, the, the beauty of this moment simply appreciate it. We know that this is not the only time this is available to us. We know that this is always available to us at every moment, at every breath. We simply reach for it. We simply allow it. Angel energies for accepting our invitation. We know that they are always willing to come and help. We know that they are always willing to share their wisdom, share their protection, share their guidance with us.
And now we can bring this part of our session to a close. And give appreciation to the vehicle that gets to experience this. That is our human body. We appreciate that this vehicle has the capacity for expressing the highest love, for receiving the highest love, for giving the highest love, for being the highest love. And so it is. That was wonderful, Aaron. Thank you. We'll that see was you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you all next month. Thank see you, you next month.